The Future Lifestyle Pro Podcast. Guys, it's Tuesday. I'm a bit late, sorry, not that you care. Um, yesterday I just felt a little bit meh. I was a bit hungover. It was my son's birthday. I mean, I felt good about my son's birthday. Um, in fact, I had a great day yesterday, but I just felt a bit sad as well because of um, everything. So that's why I'm doing it today. So I'm going to nickname this episode Twatsy Tuesday. It's time for a fucking other mad sea Monday. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I wish it was Sunday. Fucking Sunday. Papa. What an awesome month. Watching England in the Euros. I've just loved it. Um, and you can sort of feel lockdown coming to an end slowly. And that compounding with England doing so well in Euros has just made it just a really fun month uh, I were really proud of them they've given us a lot of joy it's given everyone a bit of togetherness right um, people were, <laughs> people have been so happy that they've literally been clambering over each other to in excitement and joy literally just swarming all over each other when things are going good, obviously. Um, and obviously with everything that happened after with the guys, you know, the three lads, Rashford, Sancho and Saka, which I'm sure everyone who watches or listens to this will agree was complete and utter bollocks. You know, uh, we all we all love those guys. We, we, we're proud of them. They're amazing. You know, we don't need to, we don't need to go into too much into that. We love them. Um, and there's a petition that's going around, which I've signed, um, and and I'm going to share in the comments after. Um, it's about should we basically tether our social media platforms to our government identification, so our passports or driver's licenses or whatever. Um, and in light of everything, you know, most of us typically only have one account one social media account and we just share whatever we feel like I do I don't have any pretend accounts or anything like that I don't have any um, aliases that I go under a different name and I can understand why people would would need to do that sometimes but but personally for me I feel like I'm okay I'm not hiding anything I'm happy for my identification to be tethered so I signed it um, and it's gathering a lot of momentum is this however I want to just share why it's not as simple and black and white as it seems um, because it's important that we understand the alternative argument as well of why because it's so obvious why why would we not have uh, our true identities on social media why would we not do that it's just so obvious right um, and especially when it comes to things like racial abuse or even you know this child sex this child sex trafficking and stuff that gets organized on and, and terrorism and stuff like that gets organized on social media so when you kind of look at those kind of things it's so obvious that we need our true identities to be tethered to our social media 
Why is it not already a thing? Um, now, there's this term, you've probably heard of it, and I'm not sure, quite sure people understand the weight of it. It's called freedom of speech, right? It's a, it's, and it, it really is the basis of progress, freedom of speech. Ever since the 15th or 16th century, um, freedom of speech has become more and more prevalent and it's, it's freedom, freedom and progress comes through conversation. And the only way to have a good, honest conversation, an uncomfortable conversation, is through being allowed to share the uncomfortable truths and dealing with them well. All right, it's it's freedom of speech is important. I'm not sure people always understand, and a lot of people interpret freedom of speech as if someone disagrees with me, um, you, you know, some you might think someone's wrong, but that doesn't mean they are wrong. It's just your opinion, um, and and you have to deal with the fact that they they have something different to you to say. It's just uncomfortable for you, so they have a right to be able to say what they want. And this this term freedom of speech, it is really the the be all and end all when it comes to progress for humanity. Now, where this ties in with what's happened recently and why it's not just a totally obvious thing to do to have all of our social medias attached to our government identification so we're easily tracked. If I just all of a sudden start calling someone the N-word, they know who I am, they know where I live, they come and take me away, lock me up for a bit and I lose my job. And I get, you know, the punishment that I clearly deserve. That, that seems so obvious, but it starts to get a little bit more murky when you've got bad leaders in charge, uh, certain countries, we're lucky to live in the UK because we, we really can say pretty much whatever we want in this country. But most countries aren't like that. And social media is not just in one country, it's global, right? So we have bad leaders and then we have democracy, which means that we can basically get the bad leaders out or we can at least try and we can say whatever we want about those leaders, Boris Johnson being an example. We can say whatever we want about him and he's not... He's not going to be. Uh, we're not going to be getting arrested for it. This is this is an example of freedom of speech, but w something weird starts to happen when you think about it. Like the new, the, the, the new mind frame is okay. If if I if I have my uh, passport tethered to my social media, I was talking to my wife about it because she signed it as well. You know, we signed this petition. We, we're both for it, but I said to her, okay. If you have something really important to say, but it's uncomfortable, let's say you're really passionate about it, but bearing in mind that you're a business owner, you're kind of a, a local leader, if you want to put it like that, you know, she's got quite a lot of influence as my wife in her, in her own little world. Would you refrain from saying certain things because you know that things are going to come back onto you? And she said, yeah. And, and it matters that the people with influence, the actual leaders, the people who have earned influence in our societies, we all can think of people of influence in our societies that aren't necessarily on TV. It matters that they have a voice, right? It matters because those are the people who start it and the other people follow, right? And this is how movements happen. This is how progress happens. But what happens is on social media, when you're accountable to everything that you say, the rabble, the dickheads who are sat at home on the couch who've never done a thing in their life with no influence whatsoever, are, are hiding. They're, they're, they're the ones firing the, the darts. They're the ones saying the things, okay? Um, 
And the ones with no influence, paradoxically, end up influencing social media. And the ones with influence in real life, they just don't think it's worth the trouble to, to really stick their neck out and say the awkward thing and have the uncomfortable conversation. I hope you're following me because it's important. So you get this weird sort of paradoxical world where the rabble, the fucking... Uh, the, the the bottom feeders are the ones doing all the influencing on social media and driving the conversation and the ones who really should be driving the conversation stay quiet because they're worried because their reputation is too big for them to get into any trouble um, and, and the leaders will stay quiet in that respect and that's a problem for progress, okay tell me if you disagree, right tell me if you disagree with what I'm saying please um so, so to tether our social medias to our platforms carries more weight with it than just nailing the racist abusers, okay? It carries more weight with it and it's important that we understand. Um, and it becomes, it, what ends up happening is, it, as, as it, let's just say you're an influencer or you're, you're someone with, you know, you're a local PM or you're someone with a lot of clout, you've, you've got a big business or something like that. It ends up becoming a balance between saying what's right and feeding your own family. And when you actually weigh it up like that, it's like, okay, it's probably not worth the trouble. I'll just keep my mouth shut. I won't say that thing. I won't have that awkward conversation because I can't be bothered with the repercussions. I can't be bothered. I don't have enough time to... to, to so, so the people who end up driving the conversation are the bottom feeders, the people with no voice, the people who've never had any influence whatsoever for reason, for good reason. They're the ones who who stay at home, they stay as a cowardly abuser, you know, like those guys who, who abused Rashford, Sancho and Saka, they're nothing more than just, they're cowardly people, they've got no influence whatsoever, they're hiding behind a veil of a, a fake profile on Twitter, um, and they're, you know, they're socially and mentally ill people, a lot of these older ones. The other, a lot of the problems come from young boys as well, Young boys that are just underdeveloped, the the teenage boys, they don't have a they don't have a developed frontal lobe. They don't have the capacity to reason what's going on. All they are is a ball, uh, like almost like a in adult form. They're like an adult form of emotion and testosterone. They just can't channel how they're feeling in the right way. You couple that with the the sort of ex existential dread that they're constantly feeling, the, the feelings of insecurity from being on social media, and when something bad happens, they've got no other choice in their own mind than to vent on these guys. And it's a shame. And and, and personally, I, I think that any, any especially racist abusers or, or, or you know ch people who abuse children, they deserve literally everything that they were going to get, they're ever going to get to them. And, and again, I, I think that doing the uh, social media for passports and, and tethering it up to our passports I think it's a good thing but we need to be aware of the second and third order consequences if we just act and shoot from the hip um, you know if we're just acting uh, in emotion like what we, what a lot of people are doing at the moment you just be careful what you wish for because what we don't want to do is have a place where 
the people with any sort of clout, with any sort of influence, they keep their mouths shut because they didn't say it just in case they get repercussions because it's tied to their passport. And then it starts to become like a, a communist country or a dictatorship. Um, social pressure, positive social pressure, like what we're doing now, wins out. And in a couple of generations' time, these gimpy little weirdos sat on the couches doing this abusing, they'll disappear. The, pre, uh, the, 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 parent in the, the parents that are parenting these abusive teenagers, they will disappear through social pressure. But just we just need to be mindful of what we wish for. I'm going to share the link in the, the, the comments. I've signed it. Um, but it's important that we understand the bigger picture. And there's a, there's a thing in... There's a thing... I don't know if it's still going on in the German army. It used to be a, a, a principle that they worked on. When you feel aggrieved, when something's happened to you, you you become you get disciplined for going straight to the gaffer about it. You have to wait at least a day before you uh, take action on your grievance. And I think that that's a good principle to work for, with stuff like this. Yeah, we're angry. Yeah, we want these people uh, fucked over. We want to kill them. Um, and we want retribution for those boys, but at the same time, we've just got to be careful what we wish for as well, long term. Anyway, bit of a political one. Sorry about that. Love you guys. Bye. The Future Lifestyle Pro Podcast.